We're in. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mystery Team Inc. The Minisode. Hooray! I'm Maggie. I'm Kayla. And this is our second minisode. It's very special. <laughs> it uh, certainly is that word. Do you want to give a little intro to what's happening? So, <laughs> why this happened? This happened because I recently recovered a memory <laughs> <laughs> from my childhood. Of my imaginary friend. Okay. And upon telling it to Maggie... <laughs> I laughed so hard I cried. <laughs> I didn't think it was that weird, but I guess <laughs> it's so weird. We decided to do an episode um, where we asked our friends and fans to submit uh, stories about their imaginary friends to us. So we're going to start with our stories, and then we're going to tell you a couple of the stories that we got from <laughs> our circle of friends and fans. Kayla's going to start, for obvious reasons. <laughs> so my <laughs> my imaginary friend, whose name I couldn't recall until <laughs> a few days ago, was <laughs> a football uh-huh. named Volleyball. <laughs> and the thing about Volleyball was that he was a real football that we had in our garage, but... I interacted with him on, like, a spectral plane. <laughs> Hold on, let's go back. When Kayla told me that her imaginary friend was a football, my first question was, like, are we talking, like, an anthropomorphic football? Like a Microsoft paperclip football? No. No. We were not. Volleyball was <laughs> an inanimate football that Kayla interacted with telepathically. <laughs> go on. Yeah. Um, he lived in our garage. Okay. He was not allowed to leave the garage, his physical form. (laughs) So I would, like, go into the garage to hang out with him. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, this is a real football that we owned. (laughs) But (laughs) it was just, like, we hung out, I think, on an astral plane. (laughs) I think I astral projected with this football. I asked Kayla, too. I was like... (laughs) I like or like I, I said like I like that you could have imagined anything like it could have been a unicorn or a magic dragon or even like a celebrity but instead she basically chose Wilson from <laughs> but worse because it was a football but I named say, volleyball it, I didn't imagine him he came to me his name all of it <laughs> I didn't I don't think I ever so was the like, ball named itself volleyball yeah I was like. Oh, this football is that'd actually... That'd be like if you named the baby <laughs> Humey Hume. Or like, baby babe. I didn't imagine him. I didn't, like, have a moment where I was like, I'm going to have an imaginary friend, and it's going to be <laughs> the soul of this real football. <laughs> it's just, It just happened. And I do recall, he also, he would come out of the house with me, but only on the astral plane. <laughs> and he wore a hat. <laughs> What kind of hat? A bowler hat. <laughs> That's so much better. When he left the house, he was in a bowler hat, sometimes a vest. but Oh, he would get dressed up. Yeah, but he never had arms or legs. Okay. And he didn't move. Right. <laughs> and he exclusively talked to you through telepathy. Just, like, put thoughts in my head. <laughs> That's great. That's volleyball. That's the whole story? You don't have any other recovered I mean, do memories? do you want more <laughs> yeah, than but my astral projecting football? Well, if you have any, if you remember any stories about it, I'd love to hear it. I I do think that volleyball, when we moved, 
stayed in the he house. He didn't move with you. He didn't. That's an interesting theme of today, actually, of these stories. Of footballs. No, of imaginary friends. anthropomorphic. Okay. So I wanted to just tell the story of my imaginary friend, Megan. <laughs> I just, like, took some quick, quick notes today. <laughs> I'm so stuck on the fact that she was named Megan. I took some quick, quick notes today to remind myself. Megan lived in the washing machine. She was blonde. She was human, right? Yeah. Okay. She had a pet hamster named Samantha. Because <laughs> I think this was like a phase in my life. This was a... losing it. This was a phase in my life. I think that really happened. <laughs> I think what really happened is that I couldn't decide between naming Megan, naming Megan, Megan, or Samantha, and so <laughs> when I was like, and I wanted a pet hamster, so I think I like gave her a hamster so that I could live vicariously through her, but I and I got to use the name Samantha that I wanted. So did to. you create Megan? Yeah, she didn't appear. No, she didn't appear to me through an astral plane. <laughs> but she and I would hang out in her clubhouse, which was under my desk, and. <laughs> Her dad. No. <laughs> no. Her dad got a job in space and she had to move away. <laughs> I'm crying. Doing what? I don't know. I think this was around when Xenon came out. <laughs> but I just remember, I don't know if my, because she hung out with me exclusively at my dad's house. So I don't know if my dad moved or like what happened. <coughs> but I just remember that she had to move, but it was because her dad got a job in space, which was objectively a good thing. So it was like oh, sad that she was moving. <laughs> but I was like really jealous that she was going to go like hang out in space with her hamster, Samantha. Even though you made it up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> the naming in this was this is my imaginary friend Megan and that's her <laughs> answer Samantha her dad got a job with space though so she, she had to move away, away. <laughs> um weird names are gonna come back in my mystery too I can't wait for next episode um okay do you wanna share one of the stories that you got today yes I'm starting with the least disturbing one okay this is from our friend should I name names just first names. This is from our friend Sabrina. Great. Sabrina did not have an imaginary friend. She had a whole litter of imaginary dogs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And she would go through like a booklet of dog breeds and be like, I want that one and that one and that one. And then she would name them after her family only. Most notably, she had a St. Bernard named Aunt Beth. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't just name them their names. She included the titles. That's incredible. That. Um, she said, Aunt Beth, <laughs> Aunt Beth, Aunt Beth. She said that she would Aunt go. Aunt Beth pooped on the rug again. <laughs> Aunt Beth. <laughs> she said that she would play with them like they were dogs and she would pretend to eat bones with them. But <laughs> instead of bones, she would just get like <laughs> the hard butt of the baguette <laughs> and like eat them with her imaginary dogs. Sure. And then she said, uh, the sad thing is now I'm gluten free, so I think I ate too many baguettes with my imaginary dogs. <laughs> that's amazing. So that's Aunt Beth <laughs> and the other dogs. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm going to share Fielding's. Mm. So this yes. one came from my friend Fielding. Um, <laughs> so when I put out the call for these stories, she sent me a message that said, show, show went through me, et cetera, et cetera. To which I responded, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she said, you already knew my show, show story, I thought. And I said, I definitely don't. So this is a story in her own words. When I was two, I had an imaginary friend named Shosho who lived at my parents' house, or at, my, at the house my parents were flipping on Cook Street. Oh, that's creepy. He never went with me anywhere outside of the house, but I constantly talked to him and chilled with him when we were at home. My dad was weirded out and would be like, Shosho isn't real, Field. And I'd be like, he's sitting next to you, Dad. <gasps> we have pictures somewhere of me sitting on my bed staring off talking to Shosho. Anyway, I started getting really scared to sleep alone and would go into my parents' room crying every night. And one time, my parents were most likely having sex, so they locked me out. <laughs> I was crying and hitting the door and fell asleep next to the door. And my dad woke me up to take me to my bed and asked me what was wrong. And I said, Shosho went through me. <gasps> then when we moved houses, Shosho didn't move with us. <laughs> so Fielding's imagine friend was a ghost. <laughs> ghost. Yeah. For sure, Fielding Sh- like, was friends with a real ghost named Shosho. I hate Shosho went And she was like a me. toddler when this happened. I hate that. Yeah, like, didn't even have a concept of, like, ghosts. Oh. Isn't that so creepy? <laughs> That's so creepy. Okay. Next. Okay. Do you want to hear the existentially troubling one or the funny one? Existentially troubling. Okay. So this one, I asked our friend, did you have an imaginary friend when you were little? He said, I didn't, although I did think gravity was a being. <laughs> And I said, please, please expand on that. (laughs) Yeah. And he said, I don't really remember. I remember asking who gravity was and feeling a kind of sneaking apprehension about what this being is capable of doing to (laughs) us. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Who is gravity? This one comes from Cameron. Great. It's short. My imaginary friend until I was six was Jiminy Cricket. (laughs) And technically, I never stopped believing in him. I flushed him down the toilet after an argument over if I should cut my own hair or not and promptly forgot about it. (laughs) I love I technically never stopped believing in him. Like, he just, he killed him off. Knowing that he used to think he was friends with Jiminy Cricket. (laughs) You might still think that. Oh, Cameron. It reminds me of, like, when, like, we know someone from elementary school who, like, started dating someone, but then... In like in like fifth grade or something, but then it just like n- nothing ever happened, and so we would joke that like to this day technically they're still together because yeah. he never broke up with her. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Okay, this is my last one. Yeah, I have one more. This is Sabrina's roommate. Her her imaginary friend was named Junior Heiner. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously German, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Purple, but a boy. <laughs> And her parents got... Wait, if he was purple and a boy, how do they know if he liked math or laundry? (laughs) I I mean, Junior Heiner was probably a math kid. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Her parents got so fed up with Junior Heiner making all of her decisions that one day they were like, Junior Heiner has to go back to Germany. So they put her in the car and drove to the airport and... (laughs) 
parked and went through security to a gate where a plane was leaving for Germany and they like waved goodbye to Junior Heider and sent him back to Germany. Can I just say that is some A plus parenting? Like they got so sick of her imaginary friend that they put him on a plane to Germany. Uh, that's okay. the story of Junior Heiner. <laughs> this one is from Maddie. Yes. I had an imaginary fairy that lived in a tree stump at my school and would travel around in my school uniform pocket. And I had an imaginary bully who was a six foot tall beetle wearing a tuxedo who would say mean things to me and chase me up the stairs in my childhood home. A six foot tall beetle in a tuxedo. <laughs> yes. So I said, did they have names? And she said, no, the beetle was just called the beetle. <laughs> And I said, what was the fairy called? And she said, the fairy's name was, the fairy's name, I think, was Sasha. And I said, perfect. And she said, and the reason her name was Sasha was because when I was in first grade, there was a beautiful eighth grader named Sasha who used to wear a faux fur coat and her dad died by choking on a bite of steak. And I thought she looked so pretty and sad. So obviously my fairy was named that. I want someone to draw anthropomorphic gravity. Volleyball, obviously. Megan and Samantha. <laughs> Junior Heiner. Aunt Beth the St. Bernard. Sasha and the Beatles. Sasha and the Beatles is such a good band name. <laughs> That'd be a really good band name. Or like a kid's book. Oh my God. I like that Maddie had an imaginary bully. bully. That says, it speaks volumes. Totally. Um, and it was six feet tall and a beetle. And, and it, it wore, wore a, tuxedo a tuxedo and it chased her up the stairs. I have so many questions about the beetle. That's how I felt about your football. <laughs> um, it Did the Beatles speak English? projected into my head, and the Beatle was six feet tall and wore a tuxedo. Well, if anyone has more imaginary oh, please. friends, please send us their stories, because we just love them so much. I love them so much. And I hope you enjoyed this mini-sode, and we have a new episode coming out soon, which will have our... Uh, our new intro in it mm-hmm. and uh definitely follow us on instagram at, at mystery team inc and on twitter at mystery team inc one and check out our facebook we're available now on spotify as well as soundcloud and itunes and stitcher and blueberry so if you prefer spotify we're there you have anything no i am astral projecting it to everybody <laughs> We don't, don't know. Don't forget your bowler hats. <laughs> we don't know. Stay in your, Stay astral, in lane. your astral lane. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.